Welcome to Studio Wednesday's Recap Diaries. My name is Katie, and this is my recap diary of The White Lotus. Today I'm recapping Season 2, Episode 7 of Rivederce. We start this episode at the end. The end of the beautiful, deceitful, full of hidden sex and desire, ambition taking over sensibility, two-faced, wonderful vacation in Sicily. This recap diary will be a bit less detailed than the past ones, and instead, just focus on the ending for each main character. An ending that I think can be distilled down to one main theme. Everyone becoming who they were hiding from, or perhaps always destined to become. First, the story not told. Cameron, Daphne, Harper, and Ethan. Full of nothing but judgment and some irritation about Cameron and Daphne at the very beginning of the season, Harper and Ethan seemed to be much more like them than they wanted to admit. All it took was the first lie to trickle down and eventually turn into a secret-keeping, out-of-touch rich couple who are madly in love. So, basically, Cameron and Daphne. I think Daphne's line here is a perfect summation of what exactly took place between the four of them. We never really know what's going on in people's minds or what they do, right? You don't have to know everything to love someone. And that, my friends, is why we all love Daphne and Harper. These two other men, fuck them. But if these two go on vacation in the Maldives next year, I would be very happy. Next, Albie, Dom, and Grandpa Bert. Three men, three generations. Three people who put their desire for women first. And as Grandpa says, have an Achilles cock. I am actually quite satisfied with this ending. Albie ended up getting played by Lucia, and as he waits at the airport terminal, a, okay, this time she for real is disheveled, Portia runs into him. As she also got fucked over, um, well, maybe almost killed. They come back together and realize, okay, maybe you're not so bad after all. All I ask is that these two not be the ones who carry over to next season. My god. Now, Lucia, Mia, and Valentina, the three Italian women, the only three who really made it to their goals, their divine destiny of satisfaction, happiness, jobs, and money in the bank, all through the use of sex. And of course, making sure that they look out for each other in the process. This ending I fucking love. And last on the list, our heartbreak, our poor Jennifer Coolidge, falling to her death on accident, and almost in a way that is way too obvious, which made it all that much more surprising. Tanya's time is finally over, but something that helped soothe the sting, she fucking went for it and took down the rest with her. Except for that pesky little rat, Greg. Maybe we will see him in season three. Well, we know Tanya, we will for sure not. And her last concern before she dies is truly a character-fitting moment, void of seeing reality, as she watched Quentin choke on his own blood. Is Greg having an affair? I'll leave you with some wise words that I believe encapsulate Tanya's journey perfectly. What's worst, looking jealous or crazy, or like being walked all over lately? I'd rather be crazy. Well, this has been Studio Wednesday's Recap Diaries. 
Thanks for listening to today's very short recap diary. Depressing day indeed. The White Lotus is over, but we all know, even though we're pissed about Tanya, we're going to watch season three. Probably just as much as you're wondering where season three of The White Lotus will take place, you're wondering, Katie, what will you recap next? Well, you better stay tuned for season three of Recap Diaries. It's gonna be good. To learn more about Studio Wednesday, check out studio-wednesday.com and follow on Instagram at Recap Diaries. That's all for now. Chat soon. XOXO, Katie.